Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet. But do not fret, chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, 'cause everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We're coming to you live from the Super Talk Studio here in beautiful downtown Corinth on a hot Thursday morning in June. Uh, it's our weekly show, Hope. We're here every Thursday morning at 9.06 to share hope with uh, anybody that'll listen. My name's Wesley Jackson, and I co-host this show with my good friends Tommy Wilson and Bobby Caps, which neither are present this morning. So I, I've got a, a local celebrity here to fill in, and as I was sitting here thinking about it, Brett, Brett Butler, he's the local celebrity I'm referring to, but Brett, as I was thinking about that, I was, I was thinking... Man, this is becoming a, a tradition now. Yeah. Me and you seem to be uh, getting a chance to swing at the show pretty regularly. Well, I'm just thankful you were able to get a hold of my agent and y'all were able to work yeah. out a yeah. a deal for me to for me to be here well, this morning. Well, that's, so that's funny you say that. Good. I talked to Bobby there on uh, on Tuesday and I said, "Well, Bobby, we got a plan for the uh, radio show because I thought I might be carrying a guy down to the home of Grace yesterday." And I said, "Well, let's let's at least go ahead and get a topic worked out." And since Tommy's not going to be around, we knew Tommy was going to be at the beach and. Bobby said, oh, yeah, uh, I'm on grandpa duty this week, so i got to go up and take care of my grandbabies. I'm just going to have to get Brett to fill in. I said, well, okay, make sure he can. You know, So that, that's funny. It seems to be that's how it always works out. Bobby's the go-between. He's always calling you in to, to pinch hit. But uh, I'm thankful you can be here, Brett. I, I do want to say thank you. You're always willing to uh, step in the gap there at whatever capacity for the mm. Freedom Center, Crosswinds, you you know, you're the guy around there and then anytime we ask you for the show here, you're you're all about helping. So I'm thankful for you, Rep. Well, I appreciate that. All glory to God. I um I I love the the uh the diverse ministry that the Lord has has put us in. Yeah. And I and I, I really I know sometimes it, it sounds like, oh, everybody says that, but uh, it, it, it really is a privilege to be able to do this. Um, it's also a whole lot of fun. You know, I've never done any radio work in the past or very little, let's just say that. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's uh, it's good to get together and pick each other's brains and um, – and and talk about these topics that are um, that are that are so important to consider. Well, that's it, Brett. Um, you know, we find ourselves sitting around at the Freedom Center there in the front lobby, oftentimes talk, talking about different topics uh, as we encounter some of the same people. Uh, you do the counseling, and we're on the teaching side of uh, the curriculum there, and just uh, the operation of the Freedom Center. But a lot of times we deal with guys and. They're in a hard spot, and uh, we, we have to talk about how to navigate through some of the hard times that we have people going through and some of the, I guess, scenarios we run into. But it's always a joy just to, to talk with you about these type of things. But mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get into our show today. Uh, we'll, we'll get into our topic on the, te the second segment. Before we get there, I want to give out a phone number so that anyone wants to text. They can text us a question or a comment or maybe some encouragement you may have. This is a text line only. Just give us a text. 731-926-0836. That's 926-0836. And if you have anyone listening outside the coverage area or you want someone to listen, you can give them this uh, website. It's supertalk.fm Corinth. That's supertalk.fm Corinth. Or if you you know you think you really like today's show and you want to go back and, and re-listen to it, you can go to livingfreecorinth.com and click on our listen button, and this will be uploaded as a podcast later today. So those are some extra ways you can hear our show or go back and revisit it. But um, we're just thankful to be here today. Uh, Brett, the local ministries. Let's talk yeah. about that for a little while. It's been a uh, been been a busy couple of months here for the Freedom Center in the world of Living Free. We've had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things going on. Super busy. We're coming out of April for the Freedom Center Golf Tournament. Uh, 
May was a busy month. June was the rooster run, which Living Free was the beneficiary, and we're just coming off of that. Uh, such a great event. The community came together, uh, really raised a bunch of money, so we're thankful for that group over in the bottom that supports Living Free and has supported us and made us the beneficiary of this year's rooster run. But, you know, all that couldn't have happened without the community, and we're thankful for the community that supports, uh, you know, local benevolence and local charities, and that's... Uh, that's how we make it that's how we make it through the year each year we count on the local community to support us and man they've always showed up and showed out and uh don't know what we'd do without them but uh it's kind of coming into a time of year where the weather's getting hot mm. last tuesday last thursday here in june so july 4th right around the corner it's gonna be a a hot one it seems like yes <laughs> busy weekend I'm i'm looking forward to shooting some fireworks with the kids but uh you know, things are slowing down and kind of calming down in the life of the Freedom Center and Living Free Ministries. What's some uh, what's some things you guys got going on over there at Crosswinds? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so, uh, you know, oftentimes um, I have the opportunity um, to get out and speak to different groups in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be invited in to uh, mostly talk about, uh, you know, kind of what we have going on at, at Crosswind. And then sometimes I'm, I'm actually asked to come in and talk about topics of special interest um, um, in line with my experience as a, as a biblical counselor or someone that works in recovery and, and things like that. But um, just yesterday I was, um, I was fellowshipping with a large group of men over at the First Baptist Church here in Corinth, and um, and uh, just talking about crosswind and really the landscape of our local ministry, and um, and I just have to say that um, every time that I'm put in a position like that, and and what I mean by that is I'm is I take the opportunity to reflect on on the the volume and diversity of ministry we have in this community. Yeah. I'm just never it, it never ceases to amaze me. Mm-hmm how the Christians of this small Northeast Mississippi community um, come together to to serve the need of this community. I mean, it really is something. And, and uh, while I was talking to this group yesterday, um, you know, I was, I was just thinking and talking about, um, you know, kind of what we have at Crosswind. Um, I mentioned Living Free and our partnership with you guys, mm-hmm. uh, the Freedom Center, um, and our partnership there. And then we started talking about the Lighthouse and the Oasis Medical Center, um, uh, the Church of the Crossroads, and how they feed hundreds of people there with their ministry, the Salvation Army, the various food pantries, um, and even the group of, of, of men that I was speaking to yesterday. They have a ministry at First Baptist Church called Sharing Hearts yeah. um, that provides um, uh, care for people with, uh, with physical needs and spiritual needs. And so, um, it's just super encouraging to be, to be, um, a part of that. Uh, specifically what we have going on at Crosswind right now, we're, uh, we're, uh, kind of doing the things we always do. And I know that doesn't tell people much because not everybody knows what we always do. And, uh, so, um, uh, our, we, we, you know, we have a, uh, a Crosswind Counseling Center and, uh, and we are running, um, you know, full, full speed, uh, at the Counseling Center. And that is wonderful. Uh, it's such a blessing to be able to do that kind of work. Um, uh, I'm a counselor, and of course, Bobby Caps is a counselor, and so we are uh, we are uh, both operating or navigating, if you will, a a full counseling load each week, and with with one on one counseling sessions in our offices, um, as well as what we do at the Freedom Center and at the local prison and things like that. So our counseling ministry is really. Uh, going a hundred percent. One thing we we do in the summer and that we have going on right now is um, you know kids are out of school obviously, and you know that and I know that because we have kids and uh, we have to find out you know something for them to do every day. But um, but you know a lot of kids uh, don't have access to uh, to new, to good nutrition and oh, and and healthy meals uh, during the summertime. And so one thing we've done for many years, and and uh, our outreach director Angel Quinn, she does a fantastic job. She she puts together a program where um, we go to the school each day, Monday through Friday, and we get hot lunches. Um, and drinks and everything, um, and then we take it over to Farmington Arms, and, and we feed kids every day during lunch. 
um, and we minister to them, and sometimes we do some fun things. But but it's just a great way to make sure that 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 kids are being fed and they're being loved on and they're being encouraged. And so we've been doing that all summer, and we'll be doing that until uh, the kiddos. Uh, go back to school. Um, one other thing that um, that I've mentioned before on this show, um, you know, we started a transitional housing uh, recovery ministry for women yeah. exclusively um, at the beginning of this year, and we call it Faith Housing. And so um, that's uh, going strong, and um, and it, and it's just uh, the Lord is just. Uh, is uh, blessing um, the 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 clients that are in the home, and they're blessing us too. And so um, uh, the ministry's just going; um, it's going just uh, very very well. Um, I mean, we knew it would because anything that the Lord puts together, He provides for, and and He certainly has done that. But He always does it in a way that that really exceeds our expectations, and for that we're we're thankful. So well, that, that's right, Brett. He always is uh showing out in our lives and around our community and, and i'm thankful for you know mis- missions like crosswind and, and their heart to serve and as you talk about these kids and not maybe not having food i heard a stat a few years ago that said two out of three kids may not be eating from friday to monday whenever they're out of school and Man. so you know uh when you think about mission work, you you think you got to look far off, but you know we all are on a mission field, and it may be the person right up the street that you could help out. You could share the hope of Christ. Mm-hmm. You could show the love of Christ. Maybe by just you know stopping by and dropping some groceries off. Yeah, you know you never know uh, when you can have a huge impact. But yeah, we're thankful for you guys there at Crosswind, well, Brett. The counseling, I always in my interview process when we're taking guys mm-hmm. in the Freedom Center. That is part of my uh, my talk with them is that you know we have some of the best biblical counselors there is and and i i stand firm on that i'm pretty dogmatic about it we believe in what you guys do over there and we're thankful but um we're going to take a break before we do we want to give a shout out to our sponsors we couldn't do this show without our sponsors we're we're coming off right our our two-year anniversary of doing it and a lot of these sponsors have been with us since day one so we're thankful for these guys but our sponsors are corinth mattress and furniture outlet living free ministries Nick Baines Law Office, Wilco Real Estate, Maria and her group, uh, Olivia, all your buying and selling needs, Crosswind Ministries, Hudson Window Solutions, Gatlin's Pharmacy over in Tishomingo, and your local subways. Daniel Arthur and his group uh, have been a big supporter of Living Free and the Freedom Center, and and we're just thankful for their support of the show. And uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back to talk about it. It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. 
Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corinth, Mississippi, on Highway 72. Man, it is it hot. It's summertime, just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72, and remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back here to our show, Hope. We're, we're here every Thursday morning at 9.06 to share hope. And in case you're new to the show, our hope comes from one place, Brett. Uh, my name is Wesley Jackson. I'm here with Brett Butler. And uh, this hope that we're speaking of today comes only from one place, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, we've got an exciting show prepared for you. We're going to talk about a topic that we encounter pretty regularly in the ministries we find ourselves in, Brett. And you, I know you do counseling, and, and I do there at the Freedom Center. But I uh, had the privilege this week to carry a few guys to different programs since we uh, we have six at the Freedom Center right now. I interviewed a few, and they... Uh, it really wasn't a fit, and things didn't work out for him to come with us. So we got him into other programs, carried one down to Broken Lives in uh, Nettleton, and then uh, the other one went to the Home of Grace yesterday. And so it was just happy to be part of that journey, and it's a privilege really to uh, see people to reach out and uh, want to find a change. But one of the questions that stuck out to me this week was uh, one of the young guys that called, he called last weekend actually and the question he asked me he says how do you know when you get to rock bottom mm. <laughs> how do you know when you get to rock bottom i said well i'd say you're flirting with it because you're asking about it <laughs> but uh and as i thought about that on a more personal note you know I, I look back at the course of my life and what rock bottom looked like in my uh in my walk and in my journey of faith and you know, I was I was at rock bottom for a long time, to be honest, when I'm looking back, because I was living at a point of lowness that, you know, I said I'd never go to. Mm. And to me, that that is rock bottom. When you get beneath the lowest point you ever envisioned yourself going, that's, that's rock bottom. And not to say you can't dwell there and stay there and live there, mm. but, you know, uh, for me to realize I was there, the Holy Spirit really had to start to shift some thoughts in my mind and to reveal some things to me and to uh to start to draw me to him and that that's what started opening my eyes to the fact that you know man i'm lost mm -hmm. i'm at a spot where i can't look left i can't look right there's no hope anywhere around me mm -hmm. and the only place i can look is up yeah you know it's uh <clears throat> i love these types of conversations because there are really two ideologies or two points of views uh, two narratives, if you yeah. will, to consider. So when you consider something like rock bottom, mm. there is a there is a narrative associated with the world yeah. or uh, a secular narrative. And then you have um, the kingdom narrative or the or the spiritual implications of a slogan like rock bottom. And uh, whichever one of those uh, you're going to consider has a lot to do whether uh, you're a person of faith or not. Mm -hmm. And so obviously we are people of faith and we are helping others come to know uh, Jesus Christ so they can be people of faith as well. And so obviously we're concerned uh, with the kingdom narrative. So um, I think rock bottom is 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 it's interesting i think if you if you put if you put rock bottom into um spiritual language yeah. or you consider what that means in um biblical talk if you will mm -hmm. um i think it can be incredibly positive i think as you mentioned it's that point where you really see who you are with clear eyes yeah. you see your condition 
Mm-hmm. You see that um, you can't get it right by yourself in your own strength with your own resources. And you must have help and you must have supernatural help and you have only one place to look and that's to the cross. Um, so in that, um, in, in the, in the biblical narrative, rock bottom, I think is a very positive thing. I think it's very consistent with the whole idea of, of repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, now in the secular language, which is, um, where that term rock bottom actually came from, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. actually where it was born. I think, um, I'm not saying that it's, that it's negative per se. Um, however, I think it can be very dangerous and there can be lots of um, misrepresentations and myths that lead people into really dangerous and deadly places. You know, I was doing some research uh, before this show today on rock bottom and just the origins of it. And um, the actual term rock bottom has been around for a little over 50 years. It actually was born in the 1960s. Uh, Specifically, there was this this doctor, uh, this psychiatrist who was uh, interested in doing research on addiction and um, specifically alcoholism. And he did a paper back in 1965, and he gave birth to the term rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And so um, it kind of, um, that's when it um, stuck, if you will. That's when groups like AA and other uh, NA and other places adopted that slogan. Um, but then you've seen it kind of take a life of its own all the way to the point of where you, you see it, um, on reality TV. I mean, you know, people's addictions and rock bottoms are even used as entertainment these days, which is, um, which can be, um, well, the only way I know how to say it, it, it can be really sad. It can be heartbreaking to, to see that certainly not, entertainment or quality entertainment um so um so yeah i thought uh what might be a good idea today would just be to um to just look at the at the contrast if you will between um what the world says about rock bottom and what god has to say about rock bottom what do you think about that 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 sounds good to me that's whenever i thought about the show today myself brett that was the uh one of the things that come to the forefront of my mind is is this biblical terminology, yeah. and, and I think we have a uh, parallel in the Bible that we talk about, and that's coming to the end of oneself. Yeah, and I, I think those two are closely related. I think in the life of a believer, we all have that moment where, whether you want to call it rock bottom or not, but we get to the end of ourself, and that's the lowest moment <clears throat> when we realize who we are before a holy and righteous God. Mm-hmm. That we are sinners that we're in need and uh, we need saving and there's only one way that that happens and that's through the Lord Jesus. And so Mm -hmm. for every believer to me, you have a quote unquote rock bottom moment, Mm -hmm. but I think biblical terminology would refer to it to come into the end of oneself or uh, come into yourself. And so that was, that was kind of where my, my thoughts led me Um, as far as the biblical concept. And anytime you hear the word rock, instituted in the Bible, yeah. it always refers to Christ. Yeah, can I, can I share some, some scripture here with you? So, so um, speaking of biblical rock bottom, if mm-hmm. you will, um, there's uh, several places you can look. If you, as a matter of fact, if you were just to go and Google uh, scripture associated with rock bottom, yeah. you might be surprised uh, just to see how many references, Old and New Testament references, would pop up on your phone. But um, if, uh, but, but when you think of rock bottom and getting to the end of yourself, Psalm chapter forty always has to be one yes, uh, that pops go. up. And Tommy Wilson, our our leader, and. Um, and uh, the uh, director of of uh, Living Free and the Freedom Center. This is uh, this his life verse, or at least That's one it. of these verses of in this marks. section. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm just going to read it. This is from this is from David at a um, let's just say a really 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 desperate low place low in point. his life. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, "I waited patiently for the Lord, 
and he inclined to me and he heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and he set my feet upon a rock, Hmm. making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Sounds like rock bottom to me, doesn't it? Well, uh, whenever I hear it in that context, and, <laughs> and I read that scripture and had it marked here, yeah, Brett, was yeah. the thing that comes to my mind is that this pit he's talking about mm. doesn't have no bottom until you yeah. find substance. Yeah. Until mm. you find something with some actually strengthen it and that rock at the bottom of it that we build off of that we lift ourselves or that the lord pulls us out of this pit is it has to have a foundation yeah and that cornerstone that the bible refers to or the rock of our Mm -hmm. salvation or the rock that god will build his church Mm -hmm. on is always christ and so when i when i hear that passage it to me folks stay in this pit and never come out of it Mm -hmm doesn't mean that they're just going to the bottom. Yeah. Their bottom has no rock in it. Yeah. <laughs> so they just keep digging and keep digging. And that's mm. that's a kind of a picture of what what you do when you're in a pit, right? You try yep. to get out and you try yeah. to get out. But if you don't know the way, if you don't have the answer, if you can't find the hope and you mm. can't find the help, what do you do? You just keep digging deeper. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that is so, that goes hand in hand with, of course, repentance. Yeah. But... What is repentance? I mean, what does that actually mean and what does that look like? And I think oftentimes people misunderstand that because um, um, oftentimes people associate repentance as a behavioral change, a a um, course of action, if you will, where you stop doing certain things and start doing other things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um, and that is part of it, but that's not where it begins. That's not. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you if you study, so so we know that the original writing of the New Testament was done in in Greek, and so um, so if you look at the Greek word for repentance it's a it's a strange word as most greek words are and it's uh it's a word called metanoi okay and metanoi translated literally means to change your mind Mm. about something not to change your behavior but to actually change the way you think or the way you believe about something which obviously leads to a change in behavior Mm-hmm. a change in lifestyle. So until you have that change of mind and you could also you could you could just as easily say and the Bible says it this way a change of heart. Yeah. So a change of heart and a change of mind are interconnected in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so until you have that then your behavior's not going to change and you can try as hard as you want to get your act together or to change your your ways as they say. I know the uh, when I was a kid, it, it seemed like the old people around me would, would, would say, boy, or, you know, boy, you need to change your ways, you know, and things like that. And, um, and uh, you know, in, in the context of what we're talking about right now, you really cannot no. until God changes your heart and therefore changes your mind. You know, it's by faith it's by, that, um, that lives are, are, are transformed from one way into another way, and that is um, the way of freedom and peace and, and righteousness in Jesus Christ. Well, that's it, Brett. We, uh, we encounter people every day that uh, tell us about this cycle of life they've been in, and yeah. we, we refer to that as their addiction cycle mm. because they just keep completing the same little circle. They'll try mm-hmm. to get out. They'll do yeah. it their way. They'll change this one little thing, and and really think that that's going to have a big enough effect to change everything. And I say it all the time, until everything changes, nothing really changes. And when the Lord Jesus comes into your heart, it's a permanent change, and it changes everything. And so, and how, how many times have we seen, you know, working in recovery like both you and I have done in a, you know, for a very long time, you know, we see people who are addicted to some substance or substances, you mm-hmm. know, uh, oftentimes it's it's more than just one thing, and um, the uh, you know so many times we see people saying, you know what, I'm going to replace the That's addiction it. to this or whatever this substance is mm. with something else yeah. that is quote 
healthy or or positive and and one thing that i learned a long time ago and i love sharing with people is there's no such thing as a healthy addiction that's it that's it. period oh. and, and I, I don't i don't i don't care uh, you know if it's drinking water or exercising or whatever mm-hmm. it may be um well, well, we would we would refer to that in biblical terms as idolatry. Idolatry, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yes. Well, Brett, Brett, let's take a break. We uh we got a good discussion going today here about rock bottom. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, welcome back here to our show, Hope. Uh, today's topic is rock bottom. We've been talking about what rock bottom looks like, uh, what the, the term rock bottom actually means in the life of a believer and the progression of a one's faith journey, Brett. Uh, oftentimes, People in rock bottom are questioning the fact or, you know, am I at the end of myself? Is, do I want to go further? What do I do to get out of this situation? Uh, we as believers believe there's only one answer to the moment you realize you're at rock bottom, and that's to look up at the only one who can lift your head up, who can pull you out of the rock bottom. Uh, you read Psalms 40 verse 2 there where it says that the Lord pulls you out of the pit and sets mm-hmm. your feet up on a rock. But as, if you know someone out there today or, you know, any of our listeners have a family member, a friend, or someone just, you know, that's near and dear to, to them, and they see them struggling with this, uh, this thing we call life, what's the answer? How do they approach this person who maybe is in rock bottom and don't even yeah. realize it, you know? What yeah, I would, I would say this, you know, and, and it's amazing to me that, um, you know, uh, most everyone, I would say, if, if they're being honest, um, has been a- affected <clears throat> either directly or indirectly by by some type of addiction, yeah. either in their either in their families or their friend groups or even in their personal lives. 
And um, one of the things I just want to put out there, you know, we talk about um, um, misrepresentations or myths that we want to get around and, and both living free and crosswind and then specifically the Freedom Center, you know, we're, we're concerned with, um, with helping people um, whatever at, at, at whatever point they're, they're yeah. in, you mm-hmm. know. And so uh, one of the myths that I think is propagated out there, and I think it's a, um, not only is it, is it a counterintuitive myth, but it's a very dangerous myth, and that is that you have to hit rock bottom before you can actually get sober. Yeah. You know, how many times have we have we heard that, well, you know, this guy just keeps relapsing and he mm-hmm. keeps doing this and he keeps doing that and he keeps getting into trouble and he's he's lost another job or, you know, he's lost another relationship or he's estranged from his kids or whatever you want to say. Um, and um, he's just got to get his way to rock bottom before he can actually um, get sober or be saved, if you will. Um, and, um, and, and you don't have to do that. You know, rock bottom is not a prerequisite for getting sober and, and, and more important than getting sober, um, recovering, or as the Bible would say, being restored, you know? And so, um, you know, addiction, like most other, uh, diseases is progressive, Mm -hmm. you know, over time. And, uh, you know, oftentimes the longer you wait, uh, the more mental and physical damage is going to be done. And um, so I want um, everyone who's listening today, if this is something that's of interest to you, just know that a colossal fallout, if you will, is not necessary for someone to realize they truly want and need help. And help is out there. So, okay, so with that being said, Brett, uh, we're to a point in our life where we decide, and the realization is, you know, I don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. I don't want to keep going this direction. I'm at my end. What next? What's my first step? You know, uh, people reach out to us, and I always tell them this. Well, the first step is to go to CorinthFreedomCenter.com and yeah. put in an application because we want to be part of the journey. Mm-hmm. We want to see you find freedom, and we believe we know the answer. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, a personal relationship with the Lord yeah. Jesus Christ, submitting your life to mm-hmm. the Lordship and to following Him, to picking up your cross daily and following the Lord. Uh, yeah. And with that comes this repentance that we were yeah. just speaking of a while ago. And, uh, you know... You know, I've been asked that a lot about about kind of either where does it start or how do you... Yeah. How do you start? What's the first step? And, yeah. you know, my favorite way to answer that is, is and it's, it's, it's my favorite because I'm a, I'm a Christian saved by grace and I love mm-hmm. the Bible. And this is the biblical answer is the Bible tells us in more than one place that God rejects the proud. Mm-hmm. However, he gives his grace to the humble. So salvation whether you're talking about salvation of your lost soul or salvation from death by substances begins with humility. I, I like to tell people that, that it's whether, whether it's God saving you from, his sin, from your sins by His grace or you getting the help or the treatment you need for your substance abuse problem, that always begins with humility. And humility is one of those things that's not like you can just do a little, you, you can kind of halfway do it. Humility is all or nothing. Yeah. It's not, it's kind of like being a little bit pregnant. You've heard, you either are or you're not. You can't pretend it. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, false humility is, yeah. is, is not humility at all. Yeah. And so, and I like to tell, so, so even then though, people be like, well, what does that mean? Or what does that look like? And, and for me and, and for anybody else that I know who God has saved, um, is, uh, you know, humility is that place, like you said, where you get to the end of yourself and where that literally means you realize, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that you have no more confidence in your flesh. Mm-hmm. You have no more confidence in your abilities and your resources and your strength to pursue something good. And in biblical terms, that would be righteousness. Yeah. And righteousness can only be found through a relationship with the Lord Jesus. 
So it's humility, man. Well, that that's uh, that's powerful, Brett. Because looking back at uh, at my journey, that that's when it all changed, and I got to a point to the end of myself, as we call it. But at the end of the day, at this this location at the end of myself was the realization that that my ways was wrong, that the way I was doing life was wrong, mm-hmm. and I needed help. And I didn't really know what to do that was right. I just knew the things that I was doing was wrong. And that was the end of myself. That was that humbling moment where I admitted fault. I took on some accountability and responsibility for the fact that, you know, there's been this way I've been trending that seemed right to me, but it's led me to the to the bottom, you know. So I have to be willing to be teachable, to be receptive at that moment to, uh, to a change and to, at something different. So we're going to take a break right quick. We'll be back with our last segment to wrap this thing up. We'll talk about that a little bit when we get back. Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. If you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines, Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corn, Mississippi on Highway 72. Man, is it hot. It's summertime, just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72. And remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back here to our show, Hope. Uh, we're just sharing our hope here in Christ and uh, the hope that we have each and every day that we get up and we live for and what, what puts a smile on our face, what brings joy in our heart. And that's getting to do what we get to do every day, Brett. Uh, we're blessed by the best to uh, live in a community that supports us, that encourages us to uh, to get out and spread the good news. And Amen. That's yeah. what we try to do each and every day, and it's what we try to do each week on this show. And before we went to the break, we were talking about the moments at rock bottom and uh, kind of some characteristics of what that looked like and how humility was a starting point of the change. Yeah, absolutely. And um <laughs> You know, we we talked. You referred to earlier in the show, and the starts with a uh, transformation or a renewing of our mind, and that's what really starts to change things. Once we get to rock bottom, and we start to come up out of that pit and find ourselves on that rock that is Christ, is He gives us a heart change, yeah. and He gives us a mind change, and 
and we no longer see things as the world would have us to see things, but we start to look to him yeah. for our answers. And that, and that is the answer. You know, the, the real dangerous thing about the exclusively secular definition, if you will, of rock bottom is that it's not, there, there really isn't one set in stone definition and it's kind of always changing and evolving and, and, uh, things like that. And, um, you know, one thing that, that, um, that we know, I guess I could say is that rock bottom does not look the same for everyone or really even anyone. And, uh, you know, for one person, uh, rock bottom could be, you know, the loss of their marriage. Yeah. I've seen that. For someone else, it might be uh, the loss of a job or or uh, a, a, a negative health diagnosis or something like that. And um, and the point is, it's nearly impossible to know what someone else's rock bottom is. Um, there's no tri- tried and true method of predicting that or um, or anything like that. And here's where it gets dangerous. Um, if you buy into, as I said before, the exclusively secular uh, definition of rock bottom, you think that it's um, it's that moment um, that has the power to make you so uncomfortable that you are going to seek out change, change. and make yeah. that change in your life. And that's not all the way false. But, you know, lies oftentimes are not black and white. (laughs) You know, the Bible talks about the enemy of our soul, the prince of the power of the air, the devil, is the father of lies. And his lies sometimes sound like the truth, right? And so um, we know that in order to get to that point, as we've already mentioned and we keep referencing, is that um, um, it takes... um, God's gift of grace and repentance Mm. to allow us to see ourselves and our situation with clear eyes and to change the mind and to change our minds and our hearts about um, what we think is our abilities and our limitations. Well, I'm glad you went that that direction with it, Brett. So what you're saying to me is, is I can't just grab myself up by my bootstraps and and get this thing redirected. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many people I know and I've talked to who um, were addicts for decades, yeah. some of them, yeah. and knew that they were hurting themselves, killing themselves, hurting their families mm-hmm. and people that cared about them. And they, would, they always tell me, yeah, I tried so many times to stop. And they couldn't, you know, I went to this rehab and that rehab and I tried this program and that program and I and I did this and this and this and this. But I was unable to stop no matter how hard that I tried. Um, And um, but then you see, you know, the fact that their lives have been changed and they have been restored. So I love those testimonies. I'm like, so, okay, so so what finally worked, if you will? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well. Uh, God saved me. You know, He opened my eyes and He opened my mind. And and uh, you know that that verse of scripture that most everyone's familiar with. Uh, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Turn, turns out there's there's some truth to that. You know, the 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 truth does actually set you free when you come to know it and believe it. You know. Well, that's it. Uh, yeah. That that whole tough love concept yeah. that the world would throw at you has to be rooted in truth. Yes, absolutely. That, that we have only one place to look and you hear time after time the humility that is in people's voice in their life that has found this new sense of freedom and restoration in Christ is that Mm -hmm. they come to the realization that their way don't work so they try it another way and that's the uh, that's the common I guess common answer I would I hear often in Mm -hmm. people's testimonies is you know my way quit working yeah I had to do something different and that's something different was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Wesley. You you're um you know, I I do um I wear a whole bunch of hats every day and I'm and I'm thankful to do that and and the work that the Lord has you doing is a little more focused, you know, yeah. in in recovery and and your work at the Freedom mm-hmm. Center and everything. Um talk to me just a second about relapse. You know, that's yeah. one of those things where 
Um, and it's, it's associated with this whole idea of rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if you, uh, there's this myth out there that if you, if you relapse, if you've had a season of sobriety, but then you relapse and go to using again, or you continue to relapse, then you have not hit your rock bottom yeah, yet. It. And, um, and then there's this, this idea or these ideas around relapse that, oh, um, what does that mean? Mm. You know, does it mean, I mean, how many relapses do you have? I mean, how many, how many chances do you have before you use them all up? Tell, speak to me a little bit about how you address that with the men that you serve. Well, uh, I guess looking at it through a, a set of biblical eyes, Brett, I would say this. In the sense of relapse, no one wants to relapse. Yeah. And oftentimes the ones that do think they had something figured out and they think they had it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a biblical sense, the Bible says the Pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes there's some type of an event that happens with people, whether it's mistrust, uh, breakup, a relationship deal. They get away from the truth and they start to believe the lie that they've got this figured out. They don't no longer need to stay connected with, uh, with a group of believers mm-hmm. or with their faith or keep reading their Bible. And that, that's where it starts to head downhill. And that's what I see time and time again with these guys that's came in found some success, started to trust the Lord and follow the Lord, they take their eyes off the ball. There's one thing that will keep you, and that is that personal relationship with Christ. Because here's the reality. Hard times are coming. You know, life is Mm -hmm. not always rainbows and butterflies once you get saved. And once the Lord restores relationships that we've thrown away and bridges we've burned, and, and this is for everybody, me, myself, you, other guys that we have in recovery that have found some freedom, Hard times will come. And if you let the devil fill your head because you're distracted during those hard times and you're not focused on Christ, he'll mm-hmm. fill your head with some lies and mm-hmm. you'll start to believe a lie. So you're absolutely right. And I, so I think one of the best ways to answer that, um, so if, when you get asked, you know, so what does it mean when you relapse? So, so uh, you know, what does that mean? You know, what are the, what are the uh, consequences, or ma- maybe not the consequences, because those are those those vary from one incident to the next. But 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 I, I think sometimes we put too much weight on on what a relapse actually well, means. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and and, and 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 the devil wants you to think mm-hmm. that the, the the devil wants you to think, oh well, too bad you tried and failed and mm-hmm. and. And you failed because you're a failure. That's what the devil wants you to believe. And I think that the best answer to that is, once again, is found in the Bible. You know, Jesus showed us in Matthew 26 that um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And all that means is, is that when you relapse, it's just um, it's just a testimony, if you will, of something that we know. And that is the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And so our only hope is to stay in fellowship, in fellowship and to stay connected with the Holy Spirit. That's it. Well, Brett. Bill just gave us the one-minute mark. Come out to Living Free tonight at 6 o'clock. If you've got nothing going, we're going to have Miss Kathy Best speaking. Walden Street Church will be providing a meal. Uh, Hope to see you there, 6 o'clock at Living Free. Brett, thanks for doing the show. Let's uh, pray and we'll be out of here. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm just thankful for the day that you've given us, Lord, the uh, breath you've put in our air, the opportunities you give us each and every day to, uh, to serve you, Lord, to walk with you to love on others. I pray that we don't miss the opportunities you put in front of us, but we would capitalize on those and turn people and point people towards the cross. Lord, I love you and I thank you for everything. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.